Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swim. The five, San Diego didn't think he was going to take it. Here he goes. He's at the 25 30. They blocked the putter. The cheat is gone. Can't get to him. Tyreek Hill stays on the right boundary. 10, 5, touchdown. Kansas City. A 98 yard punt return for a touchdown. Icon's chagrin. I much. I kind of wanted to see it be 
um, Chiefs Packers. And the reason for that was because for those of you who know football, the first ever Super Bowl was Chiefs yep. Packers. Obviously, the Packers That's won right. that one. Um, but, we would but, you have know, liked to have the whole, seen the Packers too, but you know, hey. Well, you it know, they're, they're doing the whole NFL 100, you know, NFL 100 ceremony thing. I thought it would be fitting. Um, but I'll tell you. It doesn't matter who they play. The Kansas City Chiefs finally over the hump. Um, unfortunately for Granny, a, a team that has become known in the last couple of years for losing the big one. Uh, a couple of AFC championship losses now, uh, but but they were so close, so, so close. And, uh, and this year they're finally there. So, Granny, let me ask you this then. Uh, make a bet. You, I, I was wrong. I'm a betting man. I gambled and I lost. I said you wouldn't have a voice if they won that game. You obviously still do. <laughs> And that's even going to that's even going to two big wrestling shows Saturday and last night after watching my games. So yes, Granny still has. I was a little horsey sounding Sunday morning after the Saturday night's big show in Maumelle, Arkansas, down by North Little Rock for CWA. I was a little horsey sounding, but hey, it's okay. Granny still has a voice. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for the Super Bowl. If the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, the following Monday show, is there is there going to be a voice? Oh, I'm sure there will be. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, All I'm right. sure there will All be. Right. So. All right. Now, I will now if Granny was at the stadium, there probably wouldn't be a voice. Well, true. But, but here's the thing. If we go – this is a wrestling show, so we will get into some wrestling. But I, I wanted to celebrate a little bit for Granny because I always – And our first guest calls in 10 minutes. Yeah, not a problem. Um, Granny, one last thing here. Um, well, one last thing before we get Icon to tell us who's coming on with us tonight and, and get into some wrestling. Um, Granny, so the, the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, as you know, going to the Super Bowl, uh, San Francisco 49ers, very, very good team. It's going to be a very entertaining oh, yeah. Super Bowl. Yes. Um, and, and yes. Andy, Andy, uh, Andy Reid looks like a walrus, in my opinion, but I, I've always thought that. Um, but you know, you've got Mahomes, you've got these guys, you've got Kelsey. I will tell you this in the stadium, I've been watching YouTube clips pretty much 24 seven since the game ended. And I will give you this, even though I'm a Cowboys fan, we don't have anything cool like that. I would say that Florida state and, and the Kansas city chiefs, the two big teams that are known for doing this, you got 80,000 people in that stadium doing that tomahawk chop all at one time. That has got to mm-hmm. be the most surreal, goosebump-inducing, awesome experience when you're actually in the stadium and to have them all doing that at the same time. Um, oh yeah, it is. It, it, it's it is amazing. amazing. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something else. There was a video clip that they posted on Facebook. Um, I don't know if it was from this game or if it was from when they played against the Texans last week, but. Everybody in the stadium was singing Garth Brooks' song, Friends in Low Places, and they were all in unison. Oh, I, I got that. Were, you and, could, and, hear, and, and you know you could hear everybody singing Friends in Low Places, like all in unison. And, I mean, you talk about goosebumps, too. I mean, that. I mean, Kansas City, I mean, Arrowhead Stadium has amazing fans. I mean, I remember going to Arrowhead once when I was a kid with my dad and my brother, 
And at the time, we were still living out in, like, in western Kansas. So we were, like, really close. We were, like, 10 miles from the Colorado, Colorado line. So, and they were playing against the Broncos. Well, I was rooting for whoever had the football, you know, because, but, I mean, I've always been a diehard Chiefs, Chiefs fan all my life. I mean, you know, and win or lose, I will always support my Chiefs, you know. But um, I've been to more Kansas City Royals games than I have. You know, Chiefs game. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you're a Royals but, fan too. Yeah, so, yeah, and so, you know, we just and, and the Royals owner just passed away. David Glass just passed away just a few days ago. He was 85 years old. Now I knew Mr. Glass personally from when I worked for Walmart. You know, for many years I knew Mr. Glass yeah, yeah. personally, but he he passed away recently just a few days ago. So well, what you know, condolences to him and his family. What I'll do for you, Grady, is I'm having the intern on it now, and in between callers, what I'll do for you, because it's only about a minute long, uh, and, and I think, um, I think uh, Otto, you, you'd enjoy hearing this as well. I actually do have uh, – well, I don't personally have it, but the intern has the, that clip that you're talking about of the friends in low mm-hmm. places, so I'm going to have him put it into the queue, uh, and then after our first guest uh, in between, we'll, we'll play that, because uh, it, was, it was a really surreal – uh, experience and and we you know here at ESPN we did we did get the clip as well so that's great but anyways icon now uh, we'll we'll get off the football talk for a minute because it's literally been my entire day uh, here on the FM station so we'll, we'll get off that for a little bit what do we got coming on with us here tonight and what do we got on tap for the show all right well I'll tell you what I'm gonna let everybody know who our guests are uh, this week next week and coming up in the next two weeks because we got uh, okay. we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of good stuff coming up uh, tonight. We have uh, South Central Wrestling. Uh, we have uh, uh, Brady uh, Jandro. Uh, now, he was supposed to be on with us a couple weeks ago, if you remember. Uh, but uh, he got stuck in a, a bad storm. And, you know, he's the star of the movie The Rider. Uh, and, uh, of course, he was injured here uh, at the Fargo Dome. They said he would never uh, ride a pronk again. But he's back and doing that. And we have Julie Winters. Uh, and uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, but next week is going to be the ultimate show because it's the Icon's birthday show. I do. Oh yeah. It's the first time. I do believe it's the first time that we've had a uh, a show uh, on any of our birthdays. So next week we have uh, we have a couple great guests lined up. We have uh, Krista Allen from the movie Liar Liar. She was the uh, big uh, breasted gal in the uh, in the elevator. With uh, with uh, Jim Carrey, we have also uh, Joyce Gabriel. She's a legendary female wrestler from uh, the old days, the uh, the glory days of wrestling. And we have look at this, James J. Dillon, the founder of Wow, is going to be awesome. on the show, and that. To tip it off, the week after that, we're going to have, get this, Reg Park. He's the guy that designed and made all the belts for the WWE. Hmm. Excellent. Back in the and, day, uh, we and you know, And you know, guys, you know, guys, I know those two gentlemen from South Central Wrestling that's going to be on our show tonight because I actually saw both of them last night at WCWA at the wrestling show in Springdale that I attended last night. So I know those gentlemen uh, personally. 
Okay. And uh, we're gonna ask, we're gonna ask Reg Park uh, about how uh, Owen Hart got him in trouble with Stu Hart when he uh, called Stu Hart and acted like Reg Park. And uh, Stu said famously, "Well, Reg, if you wanted to try me, why didn't you try me?" And we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about the little converse, uh, confrontation they had at the Hall of Fame that year because of Owen Hart. So we're, you're gonna talk to us about that. So I can't yeah. really ask about this. And I, I want to give a big it. shout out to my I want to give a big shout out to my son Anthony Watkins because his birthday, guys is this Thursday on the 23rd. He will be 33 on the 23rd this wow. Thursday. So wow. and, uh, we, also, we also want to send our condolences to uh, uh, the uh, the Rocks family, uh, the passing of the great legend Rocky yes. Johnson. Yes, uh, yes, yes, we yes. do. Yes. Um, so we want to send our love out to that family. As a matter of fact, we've had a few members of that family on this show. Yes, we have. And uh, uh, this uh, this uh, past weekend, I had a good conversation. Yeah, between, them the hearts, um, between them and the hearts, you've had a yeah. lot of legendary families come on. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, um, I had a good conversation with another member of that family um, uh, last week, and uh, um, I'm not going to mention who that is right now, but uh, it... Uh, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting individual from that family. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So hopefully, and, and uh, you know, our, our and you know, guys, this this Saturday, the show that I went to this Saturday down in Maumelle, I got to meet Davy Boy Smith's son, David Boy Smith Jr., and I got to meet the son of the junkyard dog, Mike Carter. Nice. And my son's doing his wrestling impersonations over here. And my and I also got to meet Pork Chop Cash, who was one of the biggest wrestlers hmm. back in the days from Memphis when, you know, it was the territorial wrestling days. And Dave Brown, one of the most famous commentators from Memphis, was there, and Jerry Calhoun one of the most famous referees back in the Memphis days of wrestling was also in attendance. Of course, Jerry Lawler was there, which I've met Jerry many times before. And he beat Matt Riviere for the championship belt. And so it was basically the belt versus Jerry's career. If Jerry lost, he was done. But he did not lose. He is the champ. He has a champion for this. He has the CWA championship belt right now. And uh, nice. if you watch the park, yes, they should be calling in here shortly. So well, we do. They them. have been on, I can't, we were just letting us uh, finish that statement. Um, it's uh, Granny's state, home state here. It's a 501 number, which is a Little Rock, Arkansas area. So I'm assuming that's okay. the first guest, so I can pop them through. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room, walking <clears throat> down the aisle, about to step in the ring with us right now. We have... The kings of South Central Wrestling. Yes, this is Antonio Reyes. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. So how are you? I think icon got cut off there because usually his introduction is a lot more long-winded than that. So 
I, I know he is. I know he is calling in uh, on a phone, and they got a lot of snow up there in North Dakota. So, um, so yeah. So we'll we'll wait for Hi, him Antonio. to come back on with us. How are you How are doing, you? Granny? I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. wonderful. I'm doing so, very uh, good. Antonio, here's how we're Oh, there he is. Uh, what we're going to do here is uh, we're going to give you a little background about uh, yourself and your company, and then I'll ask you a few questions, and then we'll go around the room, and then we'll come back to me, and then we'll hit you with uh, the tough questions, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll proceed that way. So if you want to give us a little uh, background to yourself, we have South Central Wrestling, and we have about uh, yes, 30 minutes. So go ahead. Give us a little background. Sounds good. Uh, I started South Central Wrestling a couple of years ago. Uh, something that I really wanted to start in the early 2000s, but was unable to. Um, and I mean, as as time went on, and I, I began to see the product that was starting to come out more and more, I just really had a feel for the old school wrestling style, and wanted to bring that back to prominence in Hot Springs. Y'all said Little Rock, but this is Hot Springs, Arkansas. And with that being said, with the with that as a promoter, what what kind of promoting style do you have? Do you have the like Vince McMahon kinda of in the background kind of sending out the troops or do you have like the Triple H that likes to get involved when the spotlight's not on him and he screws over everybody? Or are you um are you your own guy that has his own style? Or was that a loaded question? No, we uh we lost him. Um we we uh he, he dropped off. I don't know if it's bad reception or, or what it was, but I'm sure oh, he'll call man. back in. You, in just, you made him run, Icon. You made him run on the air. No, nah, it happens well, it happens every once in a while. Good old cell phone, uh, you know, if you have anybody but Verizon, you end up getting drop calls all over the place, so Oh my goodness, but, it's just crazy. Not not that I'm an advocate for Verizon at all, but um, there we go, Antonio. You must be an AT&T customer with that dropped call. Can you hear me now? Uh, Antonio, did you hear the question? So he's on. And I can hear myself echoing, which is weird. Me too. Nope, he's back. He's back off again. He's back off again. I, again, it's that good old AT&T service. So, oh, my uh, I can't wait. We'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk to him when he finally does get back on here. But you know that's the beauty. Uh, Icon might not might not think it's beautiful, but it's the beauty of live radio. That's that's what happens every once in a while. Um, and Antonio, you back with us with your AT and T service? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I guess that snow is playing heck up there. Oh my! Yeah, okay, it was, uh, must uh, be, must be crazy. All right, here we go. Did I did not hear the question. Okay, the question repeat was, that, sir. Uh, as a promoter. What is your promoting style, promotion style? Are you like a uh, Vince McMahon that kind of goes out, uh, sends the troops out? Or are you a Paul Heyman that's, like, involved but still lets everybody do their own thing? Or are you like a Triple H that uh, comes on and screws everybody over when the spotlight's not on him? I am an old-school promoter because I love the old-school wrestling. Uh, I would say I am... Man, I just – I guess it would be more like a Paul Heyman if I'm picking one of the three that you've mentioned because I want them to be them. I'm not controlling who they are. 
That's awesome. And uh, how many wrestlers do you have on your roster currently? Uh, we currently have a little over 20. But wrestling is an independent program. So, I mean, these are guys that wrestle in other places. Some of the people that Granny saw yesterday at WCWA, I have coming out to South Central Wrestling. Okay, and also, if you ever need a um, guest ring announcer, uh, I was uh, kind of doing a little uh, interview there when I uh, when I introduced you. If you ever need a uh, a cool ring announcer, let me know. I'm I'm there for you. So when can we find the cool ring announcer? Oh, great. Well, we're gonna move on. Oh, uh, oh. oh. Yeah, keep drilling, brother. Keep drilling. Oh. That's fine. So uh, we have uh, we have uh, South Central Wrestling uh, with us. Uh, we did have uh, we we did have a time frame of twenty five minutes left, but I think we're gonna go with five. Uh, Grady, sounds like we got a uh, heel with us. So what do you got for our uh, guest, uh, Antonio hey, from he, South Central hey, Wrestling? I know this man personally, Icon. This guy is do, not a heel. Okay, this guy is not a heel. He's a good man. He's huh? one of the. He is. He is a very good man. He's a good wrestler, and he's an excellent promoter. He knows what he's doing. Well, hey, so don't be talking. Don't show. be talking trash about my friends, hey. Icon, because you know. Well, I'd have to have to hey, put you in your place. <laughs> well, no, there is one rule on the show. You insult the boss, you just lost. So, Granny, what do you got for our guest? Technically, uh, well, I'm, not I'm the you, boss, Icon. but okay. I, I'm not insulting. I'm not insulting anybody here, but um, no, he's talking about me insulting the boss, Granny. Uh, Keep going well, for yeah, it, brother. Whatever, whatever, whatever. whatever. Oh, but, you I, know, I invite you to okay. come down, man. I I really invite you to come down. Check out the product. Uh, we will use you. All right. Well, uh, I I might have to take you. I heard you guys need some quick, ring but... crew. I, maybe I can help set up the ring or something. Oh, I, I would I love help with that well, ring. Well, let's get, let's get the focus here. Uh, Granny, what do you got? Well, Antonio, it's really great having you on the show. And, you know, it was really great seeing you all last night. And it was a, it was an amazing show last night, by the way. But um, I know you wrestle, you know, besides being a promoter, you know, and everything. Yes, what has been one of your most challenging matches that you've ever had to do? The most challenging match that I have performed in um, in all honesty was probably against Cataclysm who y'all had on a a couple of Mm -hmm. weeks ago. Um, we actually had a uh, a body bag match last wow. year, and he really pushed me to the limit on that one. Uh, I did not come out the victor. He uh, he got me down and and he zipped me up in that bag. Wow. Well, you know he did give he did give you a lot of kudos in that match. Yes. Uh, and uh, I just want to I just want to let you know that he did give you some good kudos. Uh, we have uh, Antonio Reyes, uh, South Central Wrestling, uh, 23 minutes here. 
Uh, Granny, you have another question, or should we move on to Otto? No, no, I'm going to let somebody else, because like I said, I know this gentleman pretty well, so I'm going to let you guys, you know, ask some questions to him, because I kind of know what he does and how he works and everything, so. So so if you know him, he obviously knows you. Antonio, is, is, is she as big of a legend? Is she as big of a legend in the state of Arkansas as she claims to be? Now you put me on the spot. Um, David am, is, is well known. David is well known around the state of Arkansas. I know he's gone out and wrestled in Tennessee. Um, <laughs> no, so, Granny. Granny, no, I'm talking was, about. He, oh, Granny. Yeah, he, uh, yes. Yes, Granny if, Holster. If there is a live event going on in the state of Arkansas that's that doesn't overlap with another one, yes, she is there. Everybody knows who she is. They cheer for her. They back her up when people like Colt Kilbane are trying to get in her face, uh, as right. I saw last night. Or that that one really upset me. So, well, so and, yeah, and let she, me tell you guys, I didn't, even, I didn't even have my granny shirt on last night. I had my chief gear on last night, and everybody was still chanting my name because I told Luke Langley that I needed to get that he needed a hug, and he's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And I went over and gave him a hug after his one match, and he, you know, he's like, "Oh, you know." And then there was one match where he kind of collapsed and fell in my lap. And I and I was sitting there holding, had my arms wrapped around him, and I started spanking his butt because he's one of the bad guys. And everybody just, you know, granny, granny. So, you know, and I didn't even have my granny shirt on last night, guys. I mean, I was incognito last night. But. She was trying to hide out, but she couldn't. She couldn't help it. It got to her. True granny came out. <laughs> Spotlight. Well, that's good. So she is uh, Everybody, right. so everybody just, loves Granny. I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, Antonio Reyes is our guest here. We got 20 minutes here with uh, Antonio. Uh, Otto, what do you got for our guest, Antonio Reyes? Yeah, I got four. I got like four quick questions for you. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, how you doing, brother? My name's Otto. Uh, who was your trainer? Uh, I was trained by a gentleman named Lynn. He wrestled under the Mad Chef. Uh, that was. Capital City Wrestling in the late 90s. Um, I was 21 years old. Didn't really know anything about the business. You didn't know the difference uh, between did, a, a, a wristwatch and a, a wristwatch wrist and a wristlock. No, sir. Uh, had to learn it. In fact, we went out and our first training sessions, uh, multiple weeks, was at Burns Park at the soccer fields. So we were learning to Take bumps on the grass? bumps out there on the ground. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Now, my second question is, um, you've, been, you've been running this promotion for the past, what, five years now? You said 2014? Uh, yes. Well, two years. Two we years. just had our second anniversary in November. Nice, nice. And uh, how, how's the crowd out there, man? Is it the, the fans really in the, the city really liking the, uh, the events? They coming out? They showing up in numbers? Or how's it going? How's, we how's we average about 60 per okay. event, uh, but the ones that are there are really into it. Excellent, brother. Excellent, man. That's that's awesome, dude. Well, you know, uh, congratulations on running, you know, starting your own 
federation and just keep uh, grinding at it, and that's awesome, man. I would love to come out there. I have a uh, a tag partner, Maverick. We were trained by Rikishi, WWE Hall of Famer, and uh, we would love okay. to come out to Arkansas sometime, man. And uh, we're old school wrestling too, man. You know what I mean? We're we're trained old school style, so we don't you know Sounds we good. Have a whole bunch of craziness happening. We we keep it uh we keep it kind of classy. Yes, sir. That's that's what wrestling was meant to be. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming um, on, man. That's that's all I wanted to ask. Uh, big swing. All right, Antonio Reyes is our guest here. Sounds interesting. We got eighteen minutes. Uh, big swing. What do you got for our guest, Antonio Reyes? Well, I know he he's might be doing double duty. Well, I'll ask another stuff, question. So. That's fine. I'll just I'll keep all asking right, well, questions all night long. Hit me well, with I, another one. Uh, well, well, I have. Um, I, Oh, sorry, you go right ahead, Icon. Okay, well, see, you know, when you decided to, uh, you know, start your wrestling promotion, and yes, we give you, we do give you big kudos for that because being able to follow your dream and start your own business is, is you know, something that you know a lot of us dream about but never get to do that. So when you decided yes, that you wanted to, when you decided you wanted to uh, do this. Uh, what was your main inspiration besides the fact that you like old school wrestling and the new product really sucks, basically? What was your other inspiration on wanting to do it? It was something I grew up with. Uh, my first match that I was taken to was Barton Coliseum at the fairgrounds in Little Rock, Arkansas. I got to see Hulk Hogan take on Mr. Perfect. And ever since then, I was hooked. Uh, we, we would watch it on TV, and I would watch at it. But until I went to a live show, I I didn't know how much I wanted to do that. So whenever I had the now, opportunity in the 90s to start training, I jumped on it 100% and uh, never really looked back. Now, when you... Uh... When you decide to start your promotion now, do you have uh do you have uh you obviously have champions, but do you have like uh different different champions, do you have different divisions, do you have championship belts? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh we do have two different divisions that we're opening up now. Uh when I started, like I said, we've only been going for a couple of years. Uh we started with the heavyweight division and everybody was pretty much in that. I have a new heavyweight title coming in, and that is going to be carried by our heavyweight champion, who at the moment is Kurt Castle. And he is supposed to be on uh, after me. We are opening up our cruiserweight division, which is going to be 199 pounds and lower. So our heavyweight will be 200 pounds and heavier. Um, Once we have more of a turnout... We will look at tag team division, and something else I'm starting this year is a woman's match for every event. You know, I'll tell you, uh, speaking of uh, 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 women wrestlers, um, I know uh, I know a couple of great uh, women's wrestlers, uh, uh, you know, around the uh, around the arena that would be perfect talent for you. Uh, and I'll send them, uh, I'll send their contact. Uh, Information uh, your way so you can uh, get a hold of them. So uh, is uh, Mister yes, Castle sir. calling in? Is he is he ready? I I don't know if he's ready or not. He's about an hour away from me. 
Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. I know. Uh, I know he was given the time of nine forty-five, so I'm not sure if he's on yet or not. Right. No, not nine forty-five. So that would be ten forty-five my time, which would be it's about fifteen minutes from now. Um, but no, no, nobody's on yet. At least what I'm being told. So. We have we we do okay. have we do have Brady falling in at nine forty five as well. Sure, so what sure. We'll do uh, is we'll have uh, uh, um, I have not got a confirmation from our ten fifteen guests yet. Okay. Which is on in my time. So what we'll do is if he calls in, we'll we'll talk to Brady and then we'll talk to uh, your champion. Sounds good. Nice, nice. So whenever, whenever I started setting things up for South Central Wrestling, one of the things that I wanted to do was try to make things as perfect as possible. And that took me about two years of tweaking things before I finally realized that things are not going to be perfect. So I and, just know, booked some talent, and I put out an event, and and we've been going the fourth Saturday of every month February to November. Well, I can't. We, we, you might not have to worry about it. You might not have to worry about it because I think his champion may be listening because we do have another 501 number on the line right now. Um, well, so he could have called in a little early. So that that's that that would be the ideal situation. So, uh, well, yes, yeah, so I'm going to put it through. Yeah, they're, they're on. What's uh, going on, go guys? I didn't know when I was supposed to call on, but I was do it now. No, you're good. Well, yeah, we'll, no yeah, problem, we'll, man. Uh, we'll take you. Uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if he uh, sent you the script, but uh, uh, do you have the script for uh, the liner? I do. I do. All right. Well, I'll, I what, I'll count you up for five. I'll count you okay. up five, and then we'll do that, and then we'll interview you. <laughs> okay. Cool. At nine forty-five, or uh... no, right now, right now, right now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, the good news is. You're stepping on your boss, but that's something for you guys to work out later. And uh, your boss insulted me, so I'm glad you're doing that. Anyway, that's another story. All right, so I'll, <laughs> I'll count you down for five, and then we'll do that. Then we'll uh, interview. Ready? Here we go. Cut me down. Five, four, three, three, two, one. Hey, this is Kirk Castle. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with Icon, Big Swerve, and Granny Hulkster. How was that? It's a big swing, and it's Otto Big swing. Big swerve. <laughs> that was a swerve. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. No, hey, I'll tell you what. Here's what we'll do. We we will use that. I will edit that so every time that he says something, I'll hit the button. Hey, let's go to the big swerve. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, um, I, I, um, yeah, uh, you're a funny guy. Okay. Funny guy. Well, I, well, I know. Hey, we, we, we have fun on the show. It's just a love covenant, uh, a tough love covenant sometimes, but so, uh, yes, it is. if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll go around the room and talk to you. So give us a little background about yourself. Uh, my name is, uh, Kirk Castle. I, I was trained by Antonio Reyes and, uh, before I get any further, I just want to say this about Antonio, you know, you know, because I don't think he gets enough credit, and it's not just because he's my trainer. I'm not just putting him over because of that. And I know Granny already had, but I just want to reiterate that she's not lying. I've met a lot of guys in my life. I've met a lot of wrestlers, and uh, he really is one of the one of the best guys I've ever met. He's he's a genuinely caring person. He's he's an unprideful person, and uh, 
And that's something you don't run into a lot in the wrestling business, as I've come to find out. Um, and also, speaking on his training real quick, I've been in the ring with guys that say that they're trained. And when I get in there with him, I'm like, what the heck are you freaking doing? And because of his training, you can watch that match, and you're like, you would have never known nothing was wrong because <coughs> because of him, because his training is that good. It's, it's very old school, and uh, I have many stories about stuff I would do, and uh, he's like, we are old school wrestlers. You do not do that. But, uh, no, um, but Antonio is a really good guy, and, and because of him, I have an old school mentality. Honestly, I think that's the way it's it's supposed to be. I don't have to hit a shooting star press to to impress the fans. I can do it with a headlock takeover, and that's the way uh, that he trained me. But anyway, a little bit um, a backstory on me. Uh, two years ago, I was sitting in uh, Verizon Arena in Little Rock, Arkansas, with my buddy. Uh, it's actually Simmons Bank Arena now. I believe they had bought it from him, but. Uh, I'm sitting there watching Monday Night Raw, and I knew that I had been blessed. Uh, I knew the Lord had given me uh, gifts to be able to speak in front of people and athletic ability. And I grew up with two brothers, and we had we had trampolines, guys. We had lightsabers. We just beat the heck out of each other, man. And I knew I was like, I knew I was supposed to do something physical and speaking in front of people because I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. Uh, and so. So I was sitting there with my buddy watching Monday Night Raw, and this is the first time I've been to a live wrestling event. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So my first thing is mind blown. Secondly, the more I watched this, the more I was like, you know, I, I could I could do that. I bet I could do that. I bet I could do that. So the next day, uh, somebody else I knew had uh, debuted in some other independent promotion here. And I kind of talked with him about uh, wrestling, and I just thought you just got in the ring. And I said, hey, hey, uh, 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 how long does it take for me to get in the ring? Like, a long time, like a year. And I was like, oh, man, you know, because I wanted it now. I'm, and Antonio will tell you, one of my major downfalls is patient. I'm an inpatient person. I want it now. I, I'm willing to put he it in hard work. He wants to rush work, through I, everything. I want to. Really yeah, wants well, to rush through everything. I'm a. Uh, uh, I want to put. I'm willing to put in all the hard work that's needed, but I want to put it all in at the same time. And unfortunately, that's that's not really the way the wrestling business works. And so, um, anyway, uh, so I, I called up uh, or messaged some people on Facebook, different promotions, and I ended up with Antonio. And uh, me and Antonio were talking about this uh, last night. Actually, it's, it's pretty funny. My my dad and I pulled up to his house and uh, and we're walking around the side, and I said. Yeah, and Antonio's uh, the way where he trains is it's not in a bad area, but I didn't know that I'd never been to that area. And I said, uh, I said, Dad, are we going to get shot? And he said, No, no, man, this is this is not a bad part of town. And so uh, here comes Antonio, and I'm like, Oh crap, he's going to beat me up, you know. And so, uh, but he was the nicest guy ever. And the, the first day of training was horrible. Uh, I almost puked several times. I gave myself a concussion. And uh, he said, uh, "You sure you want to do this?" And I said, uh, "I said, yeah. Here's here's the money for training." And uh, I said, "Now tell me right now, man." I said, "How do I look?" And he said, "You got a ways to go, brother." And, okay, man. So ever since then, I've been training hard and hitting the gym and uh, doing whatever it takes to get to the next level. So, yeah. Kurt uh, Kelsey is our guest here. Here's what we're gonna do, Kurt. Uh, we got. Uh, we got about six minutes here before our, our next guest calls in. So here's what we're going to do. I have not got a confirmation from our 1015 guest. 
So what I would like to do is if you if you can hang or if you want to call back, uh, we'll get you in on the ten fifteen hour, uh, and then we okay, can yeah. uh, continue the the if, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So you made a call back at ten fifteen. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, and then uh, here's what I want you to do. Uh, you're you're on Facebook Messenger, are you? Yes. Yeah. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to message uh, Scott Icon. Look for me on Facebook. On. I want you to send me a message on Facebook. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a, a a guest card for you like I do all our other guests. I'll make okay. a cool little collector's card for you. It's all a right. terrible collector's cool, card. It is not. <laughs> you got to start That's somewhere. Cool. But... Uh, you know, and like I say, then uh, you know it'll uh, it'll definitely uh, it'll definitely get you uh, going because uh, we definitely want to talk to you more. It's just that what happened is uh, our, our ten uh, fifteen guests, like I say, did not confirm, and uh, Brady was supposed to be on at ten fifteen, but I moved him to ten forty five, and uh, so he could be on because he had to reschedule. It, it's it, I, I know you guys don't care, but that's just basically what's going on. I mean, radio is a funny business sometimes. Yes, it is. But uh, real quick here, uh, a- Antonio, if uh, if uh, our fans wanted to, uh, you know, check you out and see, uh, you know, follow you and see what you're doing, uh, you got a Facebook, you got Instagram, you got YouTube, you got a, uh, you got a, uh, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? Uh, we have South Central Wrestling on Facebook. We have SouthCentralWrestling.com on the web. We have South Central Wrestling, or I'm sorry, SCW Arkansas on YouTube. Uh, what we are going to start doing there, I was trying to do two-hour live events um, for the past couple of years, but my computer does not like to do two-hour recordings. So I'm going to break it down to an hour long and follow basically what NWA has done. All right, and if our uh, if our fans wanted to uh, go to your next show, when is it? Where is it? How can they get tickets? And uh, what are the ticket prices? And what might they? How long of a show might they be looking at? Uh, it's about a two-hour event. Like I said, we are live the fourth Saturday of every month from February to November. We are always at 199 3rd Avenue in Mount Pine, Arkansas, which is about 15 minutes outside of Hot Springs. Uh, there is an old high school gym that we rent out, and we have our event there every month, February through November. We have $5 general admission tickets, and we have $10 floor seats. Do you usually sell it out? No, sir. Like I said, we average about 60 uh, our okay. biggest and thing is getting the word out there with sponsors like the Ohio Club and Candlewood Suites and Little Caesars. We've, we've just started a partnership with Little Caesars where we're going to be putting well, all of our flyers. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we, we put all of our flyers on the pizza boxes, and, and they're shipping them out for us. Well, and, that'll uh, help well, for how sure. Many, uh, how, how, many, how many can you hold if you had a sellout? A couple of hundred. Well, you're getting there. I mean, you're you, know, getting there. Uh, you know, I don't want to, uh, I, you know, I don't want to put myself over, but, you know, I would love 
to help you guys promote. Uh, of course. You know, and if I could ever get out there, I think we could probably get a sellout for you. Oh, if shut up, Icon. Well, you're saying you're going to draw the whole place <laughs> out. He I would could. be interested to see if he could. Well, well I'm as a promoter, I would welcome Antonio. that challenge. And we would see what kind of a pool. I actually met Icon in person, and he would he would walk around a town in a city where he knows nobody. And you know Icon, he would talk to everybody, he would hand out flyers to everybody, he would he would pump into everybody, stranger or not, which they would all be strangers in this regard, and he would actually be out in the community handing out stuff, and the ones that he didn't scare away might actually go to the event. So, oh, I mean, you know what, this actually <laughs> makes sense, this makes sense. This is why he has a restraining order against over a thousand women, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> Yeah, Antonio, uh, we would tell him. We would tell him he can only yeah, hand out to male to male people. But well, anyway. I am. I Granny is hoping. Granny is hoping to be able to make it to one of your shows very soon, sometime as well. I don't know when because my schedule's very busy here lately. But I would love to be in attendance at one of your shows. And you know, guys, let me tell you something. When I was in Mamel Saturday night. I had people come up to me that I don't even know and that remembers me from the TCW days, and they wanted their pictures with me. They wanted autographs from me. So I'm sure if Granny Hulkster was in attendance at one of Antonio's shows, that might draw a pretty big crowd, too, for you, Antonio. I mean, I'd like to be able to help you get, get a big crowd there Here, Here's what we're going to do. Well. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, our, our next guest, uh, Big Swing, should be calling in shortly. But, uh, Tony, here's what, here, here's what I'd like to do. If uh, I can arrange this, if I can get out there and Granny can get to your, you know, your event, uh, I'm sure that – and, look, I'm putting Granny over here because it's true. She would probably have more people in line at her autograph table than I would. But yes. uh, if, if there's a way – yeah, we can get out there after we get dug out all this freaking snow here in North Dakota. I would love to try and get down there uh, uh, and uh, help you out. And if I can help you sell that out, you know, you'll have you can you can advertise with us and uh, do whatever. That sounds wonderful. You know, because I, I like to, I like to help out. I like to help people out. You know, I really do. I'm with it, bro. So, uh, yep, so, I'm game. Uh, here's how we're gonna do this. Uh, uh, so, Antonio, if you want to call back again at ten fifteen, you can. Uh, yes, sir. If not, uh, what I want you to do also send me a. Uh, and I did get, uh, I did get uh, a, a Castle's uh, message. Thank you, uh, Antonio. If you want to send me a message as well, I'll make a collector's card for you as well. Will do. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, and uh, if you want to call back to Kevin 15, you're great. You're, you can. Uh, and uh, Castle, if you want to stick around and listen to the next guest, or if you want to call back, you can uh, uh, do whatever you feel like you want to do. But we'll we'll get you back on at 10 uh, 15 because, like I say, my other guest is not confirmed yet. So sounds good, man. I appreciate it. Hi, Kurt. Right, by we'll the way, you, we'll talk to you. <laughs> Hi, Granny. Yep. All right, Kurt Castle and Antonio Reyes, ladies and gentlemen, South Central Wrestling. You know, you never know what's going to happen on this show. Uh, you never know when the icon is actually going to get a job, uh, you know, uh, 
doing what he does. Uh, one day I'd like to turn this thing into cash cow, and we're working on it. We're close, but uh, our guest should be uh, on there shortly. Uh, Make sure he was not there yet. Yeah, um, we actually have a uh, a button lighting up here uh, from the great state of South Dakota, 605. That would be them, yep. That would be it, alrighty. Good old South Dakota, so I'm going to put, hold on, I'm going to put the first one through and then put them on mute, okay, boom, okay, and they are on. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping well, actually, more or less riding out of the green room and riding down the aisle. He's about to jump into the ring with us. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the best Bronx rider in the history of South Dakota. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Brady Jandrew. Hey, this is Brady Jandrew. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. All right, Brady. Hey, thank you for taking time on your schedule. We appreciate it. Uh, we have uh, Brady Gendro here with us. Uh, we got about 30 minutes here with Brady. Uh, we're going to uh, kind of ask you a few questions, and then we'll kind of go around the room and have everybody else uh, ask you a few questions. But if you want to give us a little background quick uh, uh, about yourself, then we can uh, then we can talk to you. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, thanks for having me on today. Uh, yeah, I I trained horses mostly my whole life. It's about all I really knew until um, 2016, uh, April Fool's Day in Fargo, North Dakota. I sustained a pretty serious head injury uh, at the the Fargo Dome there at the PRCA Rodeo, um, riding saddle bronc horses. A Mossbrook Rodeo horse, Thunder Bay, uh, she stepped on the side of my head there at the whistle and yeah, you know, I was in a coma up there at the Sanford Medical Hospital for close to a week, and I woke up and I was—I—I I hadn't quite gathered my chickens yet, but in a matter of a few days, uh, I was all right. And went back home, demanded to be let loose, and went right back to training horses. And um, after that, uh, there was a director by the name of Chloe Zhao. She uh, actually was interested in putting me in a film, so uh, we made a movie called The Rider, distributed by Sony Pictures Classics. And uh, we'll uh, we'll get to the movie in a second. We'll also we'll also circle back to the, uh, circle back to the accident, uh, and then uh, uh, we'll kind of circle back to that after we kind of go around the room. I'll uh, I, I have uh, a few uh, people that tweeted me some questions that they want to ask, so uh, we'll we'll go with that. So now. With that being said, with your accident now, it, it's true though that they said that you would never ride again, correct? Yeah, uh, they said that I to even you know to ride a horse at all, it, it would just be too dangerous. You know, if the horse were to slip and fall down, even if it was a nice, gentle old horse, you know, that uh, you know if I if I hit my head very hard, it could it could potentially kill me or you know cause me to be brain dead pretty easy. And, you know, and it was, uh, and I was here, uh, I was at the event when you took the accident, and uh, I, um, you know, it, it, I don't want to get emotional here on the air because it was kind of emotional for me. Uh, seeing stuff like that always is. Uh, now, 
when you uh you made your uh you made another appearance uh back in Fargo about a year later uh um and that's where I actually met you uh you and uh, yes, your sir. lovely bride actually uh now yeah, and you, my little girl as well you, your little girl as well are are you planning on riding again? Uh, are you going to try and defy the odds, or uh, are you just going to keep horse training? What is your process? You know, like? I I actually rode last summer once uh, at a at a rodeo in Murdo, South Dakota, and um, I I actually sustained a pretty um, you know life threatening injury there as well. Um, I uh, I actually had deep vein thrombosis in my femoral vein on my right thigh. You know my inner thigh, uh, I hit it really hard off the saddle and it caused me to, you know, bleed really bad inside. And you know me, I just kind of ignored it right away. And then, uh, the next day my leg was about two or three times the size of the other. So that we went to the hospital, uh, there in rapid and kept me in there for a little over a week just monitoring me um and I, to this day i still have a i still have a pretty good sized blood clot in my leg but i'm back to training horses again and, you know life goes on well i'll tell you, you know, from somebody who's played who's played sports their entire life uh and i've had sports injuries uh obviously nothing nearly yours i mean i, I mean a uh, head injury head and back or you know head and spine are usually the two worst i I've only had, you know, shoulder here and there, knee here and there, ankle, whatever it may be, but, you know, typical sports wear and tear. But uh, even with injuries like that, the next time you play, you're always a little bit like, oh, crap, you know, like I could I could get hurt again. Or, oh, you know, you're always a little timid. You're always a little, you know, in the back of your mind. Obviously, you got to go out there and you got to play and you got to compete. But, you know, in the back of your mind, it still lingers a little bit. Um, and you get more and more confident with each with each return uh, appearance. But for something that was that traumatic uh, for you, um, you know, the, the next time or the first time rather, you were up on a horse again. Um, it, was that a surreal experience? Was that was that you know something that was goosebump inducing for you? I mean, was it was it hard for you to to get back into it, or, or was it something that you you were gung ho on wanting to do? It, it had been such a part of my life. It was like, it was like uh, I wasn't even living without it, you know. Hmm. Uh, I, I, uh, when I when I was back to riding horses again, it was like I I'd, I'd come back to life. And the whole time I couldn't ride, it was like I had died. And I just felt like a ghost walking around. But was there that nervousness when you got back on about? you know, oh, my God, if this happens again, like, I, I mean, did you feel a little bit like, you know, what what if, or, or did you just channel it all out and put it in the back of your mind? Well, you know, to be honest, I felt like, you know, I could die. But yeah. I laughed myself off and I died every time. So <laughs> I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. So. There we are. Okay. I mean, I'd rather go underneath uh, a of a horse than, you know, underneath. Some bus that uh, Brady Jandles our, our guest here. Brady our guest here. We got about uh, twenty minutes here left with uh, Brady. So uh, let's see, uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Brady Jandles? We got uh, twenty minutes. Maybe we'll extend it just a little more. But what do you got for our guest? Well, first of all, hello, Brady, and I want to say, guys, hey. what he's dealing with with that blood clot—that is nothing to mess with—and I only say that because. Back, 
like almost 16 years ago, and mine wasn't even from a serious injury like what he dealt with, but I dealt with blood clots back in 2004. I actually had two of them, and while I was in the hospital, one of the clots broke loose and went to my lung, and they told me if I had not come into the emergency room the night that I did, I would have died. So I can certainly understand what he's been living with, I mean, all this time. I mean, because that's, that's nothing to mess with. Let me tell you guys, it's a very, ser- very, very serious situation. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever done any other kind of things with rodeos, Brady? Like, I know, you know, you're a Broncbuster rider, but have you ever, like, been a bull rider or anything else like that? Oh, yeah. At rodeo or you know, um, my my dad brought me up as a team roper, to be honest, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and a horse trainer, and uh, you know, there wasn't really any room for riding bulls and things like that. But you know, we we would go down and ride the me and my brother. We would pinch the team roping steers behind the panel, you know, and get on them, mm-hmm. and so took off my career in the bull riding. But uh, my my right hip had such trouble dislocating, you know, whenever. When a bull would turn back to the right, you'd need to get a hold with that inside leg a little better. And my mm-hmm. right hip had kept coming out, and, you know, sometimes it, it, it would stay out. And mm. then I'm putting, you know, the bullfighters' lives at jeopardy and everything, you know. Because I'm literally crawling out on three limbs, you know, so. Wow. Um, I was actually going to take, you know, about a year break off from riding bulls and just ride broncs. It didn't, you know, the saddle didn't bother my hip in the same way. You know, bronc riding is more about finesse rather than, you know, taking control of the animal. And Mm -hmm. it's it's more about being being with the animal, not against it. And uh, so I I just went to riding broncs there for a while, and I I started to love it, and it really started to click well. So I just kept on with it. And, uh, you know, I I, I would probably get on bull again someday, you know, if I... Especially, you know, if I was feeling real, you know, wily, and uh, you know, I still rope quite a bit. You know, it's a lot of times just training young horses. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really am excited for next time I'm going to get on a saddle bronc. Though, to be honest. Now, I've never wow. experienced. I've never experienced either one. I've never ridden a horse or a bull, obviously, but. I would imagine that there is a significant difference between the two just from animal aggression to, you know, the style of which you have to ride it. Um, I mean, I mean yeah. do, do you think do you think that perhaps, I, leading back to my previous question, do you think that if you were to get on a bull again, uh, it, it would be kind of a, a nervous-inducing experience for you, or would you be confident? You know, I, I would be confident. Um, I'm the kind of guy that, you know, rather be all in than half in, half out. But, uh, I mean, if if you're going to do something, you just as well put your all into it or else you might as well just stay home. That's my, that's what I think. I like that. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, I would be nervous, you know, but I mean, that, that nervousness is, is one, you know, gets you, you know, it, it gives you what you need to stay in the middle too. And adrenaline also, that, that, yeah. That, I mean, adrenaline takes wise, over. You know, that's, you know, that's that, that's where you get the, and then it, it either goes one or two ways. It either turns into fear, or else you gain a connection with the animal. And then, you know, fear fear isn't uh, Brady, good for anything. 
Brady Gendel's our guest here. We got about uh, well, we got about fifteen minutes here left with Brady. Uh, Otto, do you have uh, do you have a question for our guest? Um, you know, uh, I I Otto must have uh, dropped off. I don't know what happened there. Well, let's go. Uh, his his line is still on. Yeah, he's he's on. I don't think he has one though. No, I have I a question. Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. What's yeah, up? Yeah, I was I was wondering. Uh, you know, I noticed uh, that you've been training since you were just a, a little. Like you said, you could uh, you were potty trained, or you were able to ride the horse before you were potty trained. Uh, yeah. I just find that fascinating, yeah. man. That's really cool. That your whole life you've just been connected with an animal like that. You know, that's that's really yeah. powerful stuff. And and you're able to pass that down to your family now, and uh, that's really cool. How was the experience with filming and training during the daytime and then having to film, uh, you know, kind of doing double duty when you guys were doing the film? How was that? You know, it was it, it was uh, it was pretty interesting, honestly. Like, I never thought of – I didn't understand the whole filmmaking process and, like, the different angles and the lighting and, you know, um, like, the way, you know, the way – events are laid out and clipped together and I I was just I was mostly just confused the whole time <laughs> uh, until finally about halfway through the shoot I finally started to you know realize what was actually going on it kind of <laughs> came to you and you're like okay I see what's what's happening here mm-hmm. yeah and it but it was it, it was pretty easy and I was actually blessed um with the opportunity to uh, go on a trip to Argentina, um, I, I can't give you guys too much information on it, but um, I went down there and I filmed for about eleven days, and um, yeah, yeah, I was I was really blessed with that, and I, I got to work with horses on screen. And, I was uh, about to say because I mean your film in, in two thousand eight it got all those awards. You know, I imagine people eyeballs are on you. You know, you guys got one of the, the hottest independent films of the year, you know, there, there has to definitely, this has to be a great boost for a career that you might've never even thought you were going to ever do. Did you ever expect to go into acting? I mean, has this just been God's blessings, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I, I definitely plan on continuing to train horses. I, I couldn't see myself not training horses, but you know, I mean, if I, if I can act in a few films and I could buy myself a nice little ranch in California, I'd probably rather go there. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Well, hey, thank you, man, for being on the air. That's all I have to. Uh, that was my question. And you know, right Otto. Now, but, yes. You know, Otto. He he's he's a better man than me because if something like that happened to me, my first my my first thing would be, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing something else in my life, and I'm I'm you know. I wouldn't have ill will towards the animal per se, because I understand that things happen. But the last thing I would be doing, I'd be like, you know what? I almost wait, died. I was wait. in a coma. I'm walking away. So he's a better man Yo. than me for for getting back into it. But think about this, man, real quick. Think about this. He's been doing this since he was, you know, nine months old on a horse. You know what I mean? We we can't even think. Of, we can't even fathom how his connection is. You know, we can't even. It's it's on a different level, bro. It's it's awesome. Oh yeah, and but but still, he's a better man than me. Cause even something that I love like that, when it comes down to Passion. something that's that substantial, I I probably chances are wouldn't wouldn't want to do it again. I mean, there, there are you know there, you know, there are injuries that I've had I, I where I don't even want to play regular sports anymore for instance, in the car itself. Like I said, he's, he's, a, he's a better man than me for sticking with it. He's a badass. You might you uh, might find something later on in life that you you, you know. I, mean, I guarantee you that every person, each and every person, has something that they would die for. 
you know, something about uh, this life that they would die for. Uh, that they Brady, love that much. Here. We, got, we got about uh, 20 minutes here with Brady. I, I, want to kind of, I want to kind of circle back. Uh, you know, uh, I, I've seen the movie. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've seen it seven times. And uh, I'm not trying to put myself over here, but uh, uh, when you were at the Fargo Dome here, uh, we talked, you and my father, my father and myself, uh, talked to you about the movie, and uh, uh, we asked you about it, and then we went out and bought it uh, at uh, at Walmart, and uh, he and I watched it together, and then we took it to uh, our family reunion, Christmas, we had them watch it, then uh, I took it to a couple friends of mine, played, they watched it, so I've seen it so, uh, seven times. If I could ask you a few questions about the movie, uh, kind of rapid fire, if you'd be willing to do that, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, you betcha. Okay, first one, uh, first thing about the movie, for those of you guys who have not seen it, uh, Brady's going to give us a little uh, info on how to how to get it and how to secure it. Or if you uh, look on it, uh, DirecTV, uh, or your satellite dish, you can find it. It's, it plays every now and then. Uh, but my first question is, uh, your, your dad uh, in the movie was your real father, obviously, uh, but he seemed kind of, stern and kind of I don't know jerky kind of uh, how much uh, dramatic liberty did they take and how much of that is real life you know I mean I, I feel like everybody's had to bone pick with their father before um, <laughs> you know if you haven't then you're probably not as close as you are as I am with my dad <laughs> but uh, familiar. You know, we've, we've, we've always We've always, uh, you know, kind of competed a little bit, you know, in different things. And, and, you know, we've had our debates and stuff. But, you know, my dad's my dad. Well, you know, no. I'll tell you, and I, I love my father, too. And, you know, he he and I uh, kind of have a relationship like you and your father do. I mean, uh, sometimes we have, you know, blow-offs every now and then. But uh, it just makes us closer. And I'm sure you would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You don't you don't know how tough you are until you've earned your scars. And uh, the the second thing I want to ask about the movie is there there was uh, uh, a scene there um, uh, at the beginning uh, where you know you were had your injury and uh, you were personally removing uh, staples. Now was that uh, was that uh, photoshopped or was that uh, CGI or was that them filming your real injury as you were removing those staples? Uh, it, it, it is actually really good acting is all it is. Um, that's a, you know, that, that we didn't start shooting the film until, uh, you know, a month and a half after my head injury, I started training horses again. So all that stuff with my haircut, that was all actually shot at the end in like uh, the first part of October. And my injury was sustained on April Fool's Day. And uh, so, also in the, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, also in the movie, there, there there's a kind of a sad scene there. Uh, and maybe you can kind of uh, tell us a little about that, uh, where you kind of had to, um, you had a horse that was lame, and you had to severely, um, severely wire cut, yeah. And uh, so was that, that, that your was real a, horse? No, no. Um, okay, that was a recreation. 
Um, that that barbed wire that's attached to the horse's hocks, you know, which is a very bad place to wire cut, with the the big tendons attached in there and stuff and all the movement. Um, that was actually made out of a shoestring and some uh, candle wax. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, there was a guy. Uh, he was uh, he was like a makeup artist. He did that on the horse, but the horse was my horse that I trained. And uh, that guy had literally never even seen a horse in person, a live horse in person. He was from New York. And my horse would sit there and let him paint that on his leg. <laughs> that, that's so, awesome. But, but yeah, that, that horse is named Peppy. Really happen, the, the, yeah, the Apollo. So the, that was uh, the, hor- the real Apollo. Um, the, the injury happened to him. It was actually much higher, and it, it, was, it was much, much worse even than in the film. Um, his leg had almost his his entire back leg had almost been completely removed, like high up in the in the gaskin. And oh. he was still walking on three legs. My dad said he walked. He said he walked in. He said it must have just happened the night before. And as slow as he was going, he walked in. And yeah, you know, he, he he was ready to be set free. And the other uh, thing I want to ask you about uh, in the movie is, uh, uh, in the movie, uh, you uh, they featured uh, uh, a friend of yours. Uh, can you tell us about uh, Can you tell us about him and uh, how uh, how real is uh, is that that real individual? And uh, can you tell us about him? Yeah, um, you know, me and Lane Scott have been like brothers since I was two and he was three. Um. We we grew up around each other all the time. Uh, you know, we were always we seen each other at rodeos, different things, horse events, and um, you know, we 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 were just immediately close. We were just inseparable. You know, we were like partners in crime, and we were always into trouble. And you know, usually not too bad trouble, but we were always in a little bit of trouble. You know, and um, we uh, we rodeoed together for years. We rode bulls together, and. Um, we went to school together. We wrestled together. We played football together. Um, you know, um, we, we raised all kinds of hell together, basically. And um, you know, there was a lot of miles we rode alongside each other, moving cattle, and you know, working on a ranch. And um, Lane, he actually was on a full ride rodeo scholarship in uh, Waco, Texas, and Hillsboro College down there. And uh, mm-hmm. he had been going there for a couple weeks, and uh, he was him and a couple girls were out driving around, and uh, they they hit a pothole, and I, I don't know what happened or what is uh they were they were, I guess they were going pretty fast, but the tire come off, and they rolled several times, and uh, um, Lane was. Well, they had lost all their cell phones in the wreck, and uh, there's one girl that wasn't so lucky, and um, the the other girl, she couldn't find either of them in the dark, and she didn't have a phone, so she ran to the nearest light, which was about, she thought it was close, but it ended up being about two miles away, and... uh, you know, she's running into barbed wire fences and through trees and everything else. And um, she made it there, and they they took her down. They, they went down there, and they they found Lane, called the you know authorities and everything. And 
Um, he didn't have any of his identification on him either. He didn't have his phone or his identification. So uh, they actually identified him um, about 20 hours later or maybe a little less than that uh, by his tattoos. Um, so, uh, yeah, he uh, he was in a coma there for about a year and a half. And now he he calls me on Facebook all the time. He's you know he's starting to talk again. He can stand up. He got a he got a pole by his bed, and I always I always tell him that's his stripper pole. But, uh, he uses it to get in and out of his <laughs> wheelchair. <laughs> and he uses it to get in and out of his wheelchair, and uh, he does it completely on his own and everything. And uh, yeah, uh, he feeds himself. He's he's uh he's not on a feeding tube anymore, or trach tube, or anything. So, uh, Brady Gendrel is our guest here. We got uh, we got about uh, uh, well we got well we got about five minutes before we got to wrap this up. But uh, let our uh, fans know out there uh, if uh, um, if they wanted to check out the movie and buy the movie uh, and find it and follow you. Uh, how can they get the movie? And if they want to check you out, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a GoFundMe, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch. What do you got? You know, um, uh, I know the the movie is available on Amazon Prime. Um, it's also available on iTunes. Uh, I, it's not on Netflix or Hulu, I don't think right now. Um, it comes on Dish Network, you know, Direct TV. I think on like a, you know, Stars and the Sony, the Sony Channel. And um, yeah, um, look, be looking out for the the Argentina thing. I kind of leaked about a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not quite a film, but I guess you'll see. And uh, I got um, I don't I don't have Twitter or Instagram, I guess, but I, I've got a Facebook page. It's called Dandrew Performance Horses. Uh, it's me and my wife. We raise American Quarter horses, uh, bred through everything in and out of the arena, from rodeo events to you know, trail riding to, you know, shoot mounted shooting horses, you know, you name it, we can train it. Um, and uh, we break horses for a living. We charge $1,000 for 30 days riding, generally. What, um, with special what, cases, a little bit a little bit more. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, a quarter horse. Uh, you know, uh, our co-host here, Big Swing, uh, he thinks a quarter, horse, a quarter horse is that ride in front of Walmart. Uh, but anyway... Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just had to throw that in, uh, and he was supposed to play the sound bite, but apparently he didn't admit it. But uh, hey, big swing! Uh, do you have that uh, South Dakota thing? Uh, can you find that? Um, yeah, um, yeah, right here. I got it. Well, I'll tell you there what, you uh, Brady. I want you to. I want you to hear a little dedication of South Dakota from us for you. Just hold on one sec. Go ahead, big swing. Yep. <laughs> Welcome all to James Woods High's annual college fair, where each year our seniors gather to decide where it. they will go in the fall to get. Beautiful. No, you're right. It's not. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's not it. They, it was labeled as Dakota <laughs> under the thing, but it's Dakota one, not Dakota two. Hang on. I should have it. I should have it. Actually, no. You know what? That is it. But there's a there's a beginning there's a beginning part to it. I believe. Oh no, here it is. Well, I got a ton of business experience. I mean, I had that job creating ads for the North Dakota Board of Tourism. Hi, do you like South Dakota but don't want to see Mount Rushmore? 
Come to North Dakota. It's just a very long drive from wherever you live. Best of all, most of the good license plates aren't taken yet. Imagine coming here and having cool dude, or yay Jews, or boo Jews, depending on where you stand on Jews. North Dakota, we're not even the best Dakota. So, so, so there you go. Nice. Little, South Dakota, little South Dakota tribute. Hey, and, uh, Brady, well, real quick here, we do thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Uh, if I were to send you an address, do you think maybe you could send us a few uh, autographs or giveaways for our uh, big Maui Madness show we got coming up? Yeah, you bet I sure could. All right, and then uh, will you be uh, making your way back to Fargo anytime soon? You know, I'm I'm really if I wasn't dealing with this blood clot deal right now, um, you know, I I was I'd hope to be you know doing a little PRCA rodeo, and to be honest, that was my plan. But you know, uh, things change, and uh, hopefully, I'm up there at the rodeo next year riding sperm. So, well, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, I want to stay I want to stay in contact with you, uh, and then uh, when you you are booked. Uh, uh, in here next year, uh, we'll uh, we'll fight to get you back here. Uh, I'd love to hang out with you when you're here. Hell yeah, man! Sounds good. Thanks, Brad. You're awesome. Thanks for taking time. Yep. Thank you guys for having me. Brady General, ladies and gentlemen, the writer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, I, um, I found a little something for Granny here. I'm I'm gonna play I'm gonna play this real quick because we don't have the other caller on yet and we're waiting for Antonio and his champion to call back. Um, so so Granny, uh, you mentioned it in the previous part of the show, and uh, for those of you who like this audio, go ahead and look it up on YouTube. You can find it. It's even more surreal to watch it. Uh, but yes, this was Arrowhead Stadium, the Chiefs Stadium during halftime. So basically, the the video is a minute and a half long, but uh, but yeah, yeah, as you can clearly hear, seventy six thousand people singing along with that song, and uh, you know, to to be there and experience it, uh, Granny had to be a surreal thing. So, uh, oh, more, yeah. more power to the Chiefs fans. More 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 power to the Chiefs fans, and more power to uh, to them for for shouting out uh, one of the greatest songs of all time, Icon. We do have the five hundred one back on here, so I'm gonna bring him in. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking back down the aisle for round number two. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king. I give you Captain Kirk. I give you Mr. Kirk Castle. What's going on, guys? You are listening to the Attitude Era Live podcast with Icon, Granny Hulkster, and the big swerve. It's it's a big swing, and my name is Otto Von Clutch. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't touch the clutch, baby. I forgot that. I forgot. I'm sorry. 
Well, no, you didn't about, forget it. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't sent it to you yet, so it's not your fault. But Don't uh, touch anyway, the clutch. Uh, That's a, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> I've, been, I've been saying that for years, Don't bro. Don't touch the clutch. Hey, Otto. Yeah, that's his Otto. line. You guys didn't know that? Don't touch the clutch, baby. Otto, maybe that, should, <laughs> maybe that should be the name of your podcast. Don't touch the clutch. Hey, figure out the rest, all right? Let's get, let's get to our guest, Icon. Not, not, not right, about okay, me, it's so, about our guest. All right, so here we go, Kurt. Uh, if you want to give us a, a little background about yourself, uh, we have, uh, we have uh, about... Uh, well, we have about 35 minutes here with you. Well, actually, about 15 minutes. Uh, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll uh, then we'll interview you. Then we'll make it real. Go ahead. Cool, man. Uh, well, like I said, I'm sitting in uh, Verizon Arena, which is now Simmons Bank Arena. Just became that a couple months ago. Uh, sitting there with my best friend and realized I'd been blessed with the ability to do that or something like that. And uh, uh, I just said, man, I think I could do that. So the next day, I, I had seen. Uh, one of my friends he had that I went to high school with, he had he had debuted this promotion, and I I messaged him on Facebook. I said, "Hey man, uh, oh what's the what's the you know how how soon can I get?" I remember that was my first message. Now that I look at that, it's hilarious. I said, "Hey man, what's my wh- what do I got to do to get a match?" And, and like Antonio was saying earlier, I rush things. I'm impatient. It's not that I don't want to want to put in the hard work. I'll give you all the hard work is, that it's needed, but um, I just want results. You know, I'm a result uh, getting guy, and so. That's what I said. I said, I said, how long does it take me to get a match? And he said, about a year, man. I've been training forever. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. And so then I was like, okay, do I really want this or not? And I was like, man, I think I can do this. I think it'll be cool. So uh, I messaged a couple places. I ended up uh, getting with Antonio. And uh, my dad's actually from Hot Springs. We we drive to the, the training area. And uh, and I'm like, Dad, are we in a – of course, I'm super nervous. And, uh, and I was like, Dad, we're in a bad part of town. He goes, ah, not really. And I was like, okay. He's like, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I don't know why. I, I, it's not in a bad part of town. I don't know why I was I was like that. But I was like, are we in a bad part of town? He's like, no. So I pulled up and uh, we pulled up and I got out and uh, out walks Antonio. And uh, I was like, uh, we're gonna get beat up, man. This ain't good. And so he shook my hand and a uh, super cool dude. And immediately I was like, all right, this guy's cool. And Here's one thing you'll learn about Antonio if if you ever meet him face to face, and I'm sure you guys have got this from from just from talking to him from a little bit. He is a no nonsense guy. He loves the business and he loves to have fun and 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 you know just kind of uh, hang back and, and make jokes and stuff. But when it comes down to training, when you step in the ring, it's a no nonsense, no type of 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 games type of deal because in the end, I mean, you, you could hurt somebody else yourself. And so the first day was, I mean, it was hell, man. It was, it was hell because it was, it was a no nonsense type of deal, you know, you know, do this. And I'm like, man, that hurt. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. He's testing me, testing me, testing me to see if I really wanted. And, uh, so at the end of the training session, I said, you know, like I said earlier, I said, here's, I, I think I gave him whatever he, he asked for 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 payment wise. I don't remember exactly what it was, but uh, that's what that's what ended up happening. And so I said, "Hey man, I said, uh, how 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 good am I? Am I doing okay? You know?" And I said, and he's like, ah, "Brother, you need some work." And so I was like, "Okay." And so the next day, the next week, I did it again and again and again, and now I'm I'm hooked on it. So that's pretty much the story. So uh, with your wrestling style. Uh, I'll ask you a few questions. We'll kind of circle around. Uh, so, with your wrestling style, would you say you're more of a 
uh, a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart? Are you a high fire like a Rey Mysterio? Or, or do you have that grunty style like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Man, honestly, I'm a... I'm more of a Bret Hart, honestly, and I don't look like the type of guy that would be like that. I look like the type of guy that would just that doesn't basically the type of guy that doesn't know how to chain wrestle, and that's just that's just not how I was trained. But the basically the way I was trained was super technical, um, uh, a lot of chain wrestling because that's what I like, and that's the way Antonio had trained me. He he would I would rather put someone in a headlock and make the crowds go, man, he's gonna pull his head off. Than me say I'm going to give you a shooting star press and then you give me a cutter out of it. Yeah, that's just it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a technical type of guy, um, but I do make it a point that while I am technical and I am uh, savvy in the ways of uh, of the chain wrestling game and the holds and submissions and stuff, I really pride myself on that because that's what Antonio taught me. Um, I I can do a little bit of the uh, of the brawler type grunt type stuff uh, when it comes down to it late in the matches and I get kind of crazy with it and uh, that's when the fans really realize okay he's kind of lost it he's not going for submission holds anymore he's just trying to trying to prove that that he can out wrestle this guy so yeah so when uh, so when you're wrestling would you consider yourself to be a, a baby face a heel an in-betweeny or are you more what the crowd decides you're going to be Man, honestly, uh, that, that's funny you should ask that question because I just had uh, – I've just learned some cool stuff about that question because the people have asked me that before, and, and, and it's crazy because I'm like uh, – honestly, I, I think I think a good employee of a promoter, a good – because that's what you are as a wrestler. You're an employee. You're an independent employee. Um, he, he, can, he can do what he's asked. He can work baby face or he can work heel. Um, and honestly, I've tried both, and – I'm who the crowd wants me to be, you know, and, and a lot of times they like me, you know, if they hate me, I, it's a natural instinct. I'm going to hate them back. You know, it, it's, it's what they make me. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I'm what the crowd wants me to be. And most of the time it's, it's, uh, it's the good guy, you know? So. All right. Uh, Kirk Kessel is our guest here. we got about uh, 20 minutes here with uh, Kirk. Uh, Gray, what do you got for our guest? Kirk Kessel. Well, you know, like I said, guys, I know him. I know Antonio. I, I know what they can do because I got to see them both wrestle last night. So, and, you know, I, I'm always on Kirk Castle's side when, you know, when I see him. So, you know, but, um, Kirk, what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever had to do in your career? Uh, Well, I mean, See that's a that's kind of a, a in-depth question for me. It might not be to a lot of people, but that's a, actually a really good question. I'm glad you asked it um, because as as a wrestler, from a fan's point of view, I would probably say the match I had last night, um, me and El Ray versus uh, Kilbane and uh, I forgot uh, one of the other members of Tier One. Um, it was a no qualifications match. Carter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, man, Kilbane, he's a freaking monster. He will kick your head off. He and, is. You know that's not that's not that's not my forte. Um, I'm cool with doing matches like that, uh, but that's not. I wasn't 100 percent trained uh, chained to uh, trained. Excuse me. Um, to to use the weaponry like that, and so they're a little bit more savvy with that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, I can I can vouch for them. They know how to use it. And. Uh, and well, so that was a pretty tough match for me. Um, the night I won the title, 
was also um, a tough match from a fan's perspective because I had to go through a couple different guys, and it ended up being it was a tournament, and I had beaten uh, beaten uh, Bobby Rush, and I beat uh, El Ray again, and uh, mm-hmm. he hit me with the chain, knocked me out, so I won via disqualification, uh, and it was me and Magnificent Malico in the in the end there, and that was a that was a heck of a match, man, Malico. For those of Malico's you that are listening crazy. that don't know who don't Malico's know who Magnificent crazy. Malico is, <laughs> Magnificent Malico, you just need to go look him up. I'll just say that he he, is, he speaks for himself. I don't got to do him any justice. He speaks for himself, and he's one of the best talents I've ever been in the ring with. So I'll just put it to you like that. But so from from a fan's perspective, those are a couple of the matches that I've had to go, you know, uh, long and hard matches uh, that take a lot out of you and cardio wise and strength wise. Um, from a wrestler's perspective. Uh, you know, when you get in the ring with people, I would just say in general, any match that I've had that, that I've gotten in the ring with someone and I feel like these people aren't trying to wrestle me, they just they just want the the people that are there to say, these guys are cool and I like them. Those are hard matches for me because, uh, because that's when I realized Antonio has trained me how to grapple and how to be an actual wrestler. And these guys are just wanting to take someone's head off so they can say, look how, look how big I am and uh, look how, you know, look how cool I am. And that doesn't really fly with me. I don't, I don't appreciate when people get in the ring and they don't do it for sport. They just do it for, for the glory and the fame, because that's not, that's not what wrestling's about. It's about doing it for, um, doing it for the sport and for the love of the game, basically. And uh, when guys just want the, want the glory and the pride and the money or whatever. It's just, it's just bad. And, uh, it's obvious. And so that's, that's another thing when Antonio's training comes into, into play there, he doesn't just teach you how to be a technical, um, strategist and stuff like that and how to actually wrestle. He teaches you how to think on the fly and to work and avoid situations and take control when someone else might not know what the hell's going on. So that's just, yeah. Well, last night, guys, That's I can awesome. vouch for this. I, I can vouch for this. Colt Kilbane, he is known as the murder man. That's what they call him. And last night, every match at WCWA, it was called Purge, and every match was hardcore match. No, I mean, all the rule, rule books got thrown out the window last night, guys. I mean, no dis- I mean, there was, you know, everything, everything went last night, no matter what. No, no DQs. Weapons were encouraged. I mean, you know, <laughs> it was all it was. And when he talks about Malico, I can vouch for magnificent Malico. Malico, I tell you, he, he he. I mean, if you're scared of clowns, I mean, he is the creepiest looking clown that you will ever see in your life when he does his makeup. But I mean, he. But wrestler-wise, I mean, he is one of the most talented wrestlers that Granny has ever come in contact in, in, in contact with, as, you know, as far as watching wrestle. Uh, Kurt Kessler, I guess. Here we got about uh, 15 minutes here left with uh, Kurt. Uh, let's uh, kind of go to Otto. What do you got for our guest? Uh, Kurt Kessler, go ahead. Man, I hate to do this on the air, bro, but any time, any place, Otto Von Clutch will take on this clown, and I will go all the way to the Midwest, I don't care where at, and I will whoop his candy ass. I hate to even say candy ass, but I... <laughs> oh, you're talking about he's getting, he's getting after, really pissed off, PM, Icon. So. I'm getting really pissed off right now. Well, it, 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 it's after 11 p.m., so you can say ass on the radio, but here's the thing, at least on my end it is anyway, um... 
Are you talking about our guest or the scary clown that, that uh, Granny's talking about? No, I'm talking about everything. I'm just pissed off right now. That's all I can say. I'm PO'd. I don't want to answer any questions. I'm pissed. Go on to the big swing. His name is Ooh. the big swing. Oh, Otto's got the uh, Otto's got the, the the blood pumping now. You Otto's see, mad. From, Otto's mad one, right now. From one wrestler to another, um, you know, I, I can see why why there's a little bit of a competitive thing going on there. Otto von Clutch has been uh, he feels threatened, even though it's not his territory. I, I like it. I, I like it. It's like it's like uh, watching National Geographic. Uh, you know, lions fighting for territory. I, I like it. This ain't um, no National Geographic, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm going to take the waves all the way to Arkansas, help with the freaking grass grow and whatnot, and I'm going to wipe his face all over that dirty canvas. And when I'm done with him, I'm going after the owner. Because I heard he's a worker, too, and I'm going to whoop his ass. So, so bring in. You, you go, you, you wrestle in Arkansas. Have you ever heard anybody say brah in Arkansas as referring to bro? Uh, no, no. No. See, I, I think that's not, a California The only time thing. he's heard that is when they're talking about grandma's bra. Brah. Ah, yes. Ah. Brah. Brah. <laughs> so I like this. I you've got the and you got the you got the blue collar, midwestern, you know, uh real like wrestler wrestler with, with the with the technical Dean Malenko style old school. <laughs> oh, I'll go Dean Malenko all night long on this guy. I was trained by Gangrel, which was trained by Dean Malenko, so it don't mess around. If we want to chain wrestle, we will chain wrestle all night long. So what he's so what he's saying what he's saying Sam. Well Otto, you come you come to Arkansas, baby, and Granny will make sure she has to be I will make oh, you sure just, you, that you, I you just where, whether, want to whether steal the not, show. No, no, whether no, 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 I said, if you come to Arkansas to wrestle one of these guys, whoever it is, Granny wants to be in attendance because I want to see you wrestle, my friend, whether it's Hot Springs, Springdale, Fayetteville, wherever. I want to see you wrestle because I want to see what you got. Oh, I got it, Granny, and you better not be trying to steal the spotlight when I'm in that ring. Because if you try to Baby, steal the spotlight. You know what? I ain't going to steal the spotlight, but you know. If I just happen to say something that, you know, oh, you're gonna just be quiet. Gets, That's gets, what you're no, gonna do. If I just happen to get the crowd, the crowd going, because see, the crowd likes to be on Granny's side sometimes. Oh, too. the crowd, the crowd doesn't like, know what they want, and they definitely don't want you, Granny. Come on. Oh, so come on, Otto. guys, 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 the hell with me versus Otto or Malico versus Otto. Let's have Otto versus Granny. Oh, well, he's a special referee. How about that? Hey. I'm not playing fantasy booking. This is real to me. I'm going to go to Arkansas. I'm going to use the frequent flyer miles, baby. Woo! It's going to be on like Donkey Kong. So let's get it going. So, you know, it's funny, Champ. We actually, we actually have your owner on the line here with us. We'll bring him on here in one second. Uh, we also have an 801 oh, number, which, is, which, which we got to get to. But I think it's hold funny. On. He mentions he mentions he was trained by Gangrel. Now that that's a big name. I, I get it. It was WWE superstar. But champ, here's why you don't have to worry about it. He was trained by Gangrel, basically saying 
he was trained by a WWE jobber who had a taste for blood. That that that's that's what he was. That's what it was. <laughs> so anyway, who 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 happened to like right, to dress uh, up in costumes and things like that? Hold on a sec. Yes. Hold on a second. Yes. Now, uh, first off, uh, Kirk, I do apologize. This is your time. This is not any. This oh, is not about you booking any matches here. Okay, I do apologize. For oh, that. Well, this is coming time. from the guy that was trying to get booked on some show earlier. Come on. It, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, a it's a two-headed monster. We do have Antonio hey, on the show real quick. I, I think Antonio heard the whole whip his ass comment as well, so he is on with us. Oh, Hi, Antonio. Otto Von Clutch, this isn't Antonio anymore. Oh, oh, you've activated oh. the Aztec warrior, El Rey. El Rey. Out of Bakersfield, right. California, Holmes. I'll show you how we do it in the streets. You want to come on down to Arkansas, brah? Come on down to Arkansas. Put your boots on and get to walking. Well, he's hey, got actually, actually, you were trained actually, by Gangrel. Well, what I've learned is he's a vampire, right? So you've been trained by someone who sucks? Oh, hey, hold on. Oh, get him, get him. Otto's going to put on, listen, Otto's going to put on his fighting, he's going to put on his fighting flip-flops for this one. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Hold on. Hold on. All right, What, what? I'm holding, I'm holding, I'm holding. Caller, uh, we do appreciate you calling in, and I, I kind of like this. Uh, kind of let us know uh, uh, who, who you are and uh, who you represent, and then we'll talk to you. And then we'll he just did. Oh, it's it's El Rey. This is Antonio uh, Reyes. I own South Central Wrestling, but when I step in the ring, it is the Aztec Warrior, El Rey. That's right. I, I knew that. I just uh, for yeah. So he just said that. He just said it's not, it's not Antonio anymore. Know, he said case, El Rey now that uh, Otto had to stir the pot a little yeah, bit. I know. Here's the thing. In case our, our listeners didn't pick up on that, I just want to welcome you back. So now, here's the thing. Uh, you know, we we love all you guys taking time out <coughs> of your schedule, but this is not uh, this is not planned by any means. But uh, let me ask you this: What would you have to do, or what would you want to do to get uh, Otto Von Clutch booked in a show that you're putting on? Time out. I'm going to irate all the situation. To be honest with you, these guys have no respect for the business. If they're going to talk about someone that is going to be a future Hall of Famer, you know, these guys, they don't even deserve my time in their ring. So how about that? They want to talk their snack. I guarantee you these guys can even lace up freaking Gangrel's boots. So on that He's note, already stabbing out. out. He's already out. He's already creating, man, he don't want to. He don't have the drive to climb between the ropes with someone like me. Well, you know, I'll tell you, uh, you know, with your, you know, with your wrestling style, uh, you have, uh, you have that knockout, knockout drag out style, correct? I can tell it. It can get there, yes, sir. I try to keep it as technical as possible. But if it looks like I'm going to be the one losing and I'm going to be the one made fun of, that's not going to happen. So my question is, uh, what? Uh, I'm going to uh, this uh, question is for both of you guys because I always ask this uh, to all our wrestlers. Uh, what is your? We'll we'll go with you, uh, L first, and we'll go with uh, Kurt. Uh, what is your finishing maneuver? Tell us what is it called, what's involved, and then uh, we'll see if Otto Barn Clutch can take it. 
I, I believe mine would be more known as the code breaker, but I call it the drop top because whenever I go cruising, I like to just drop the top and lean on back for that one, two, three. So is it one of those that can, like, come out of nowhere, or uh, uh, do, you, uh, do you have to, like, get them set before you apply it? I've got to get them set before I apply it. All right, and Kirk, same question. Uh, mine, I, I basically what whatever I can get the win with. That's what I that's what I use. More <laughs> frequently, I've been using a pop up cutter. Um, to speak more plainly, that's basically uh, whenever I catch somebody off guard and they're coming at me, I'll throw them up in the air and give them an RKO that Randy Orton does. That's that's basically the best way to explain it. Um, also use a spinning belly to back suplex. Um discus big boot i call it it's a butterfly kick and uh yeah that that's pretty much that's why uh right. sometimes i'll do other stuff but that's pretty much what i use right now okay hold, hold, hold on with that guys uh uh big swing we have another caller on where is he he must be doing double duty because i think he disappeared <laughs> gosh anyway um because uh, our our other uh, our other guest is uh, <clears throat> is uh, um, is on, I believe, but uh, our producer's not there to put him on. God, I hate when this happens. Uh, damn. All right. All right. Well, I am going to jump off of here and let y'all finish up with Kirk. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed have a good night. night. Adios, amigo. <laughs> All right. So, wow. Um, what a heck of a conversation. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I. Wonder uh, what happened I, to I, Big I, Swing. I don't know. I'm trying to do like five things at once right now, like apologize to our one guest that he was supposed to put on, but didn't. So, uh, God. Anyway. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll go back to, uh, and I know our fans like it when I get frustrated because uh, it, people like to frustrate me and it, and I do get frustrated. And I do get frustrated. So, Kirk, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, if our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing, uh, you got a uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? Uh, no, Icon, Icon, I, 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 I am here. I had uh, I had to, I had to drop off Thanks, for a minute because my my connection was lost. Um, so we have a caller. We have an 801, which I'm assuming is is the caller that was talked about beforehand. Um, uh, off air, and then we have a 907, which is from Alaska, which is interesting. Well, uh, so, 907 was supposed to be our next guest, but uh, we're only oh, going to have, have the 907. Minutes. Yeah, we we're well, only we can talk to him. All right, put him on, and then we'll get him. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to him, and we'll get him warmed up, and hopefully they they won't uh, p- uh, get pissed at me because of you not being there. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I'll tell you what, Kurt, thank you for being on. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Thanks, Appreciate Kurt. it, man. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, he's already on. 
All right. right okay, so go ahead. Put on the 907. They are on. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. It's about to get real cold in here because she's walking through the ropes. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Julia Winters. Hello. Hi, everybody. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. Well, you know, Julie, I I want to I, I want to uh, send my full-hearted apology for uh, for the mix-up. We had one guest go long uh, because uh, they were having a battle with one of our co-hosts. So I do apologize. Uh, can we uh, can we take you to the top of the hour? Can we reschedule you and get you back on, or are you going to be completely mad at me and want to put me in a headlock the next time you see me? <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm easy going. We can do whatever works out. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Can I can I reschedule you? Sure. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Uh, we're gonna do this right here on the air, so uh, it'll be ironclad, and uh, we'll get you we'll get you uh, we'll get you going. And like I say, I do apologize because you're one of the few female wrestling guest that doesn't have a restraining order me, so I want to kind of keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. How about... Uh, let's see. Can we get you on... Uh, why don't we... Can we do May 11th at uh, 945? All right, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And uh uh I, I got you booked and uh we're gonna make sure that uh it uh um uh, everything goes correct this time and I do apologize. Um and uh usually at this point is when I uh ask if you like the collector's card I made for you and uh if uh, you do want to send us some autographs for giveaways but uh, that probably got tossed out the window, did it not? Uh, no, I mean, it's still a possibility. We'll see how things go. All right. So I, here's what I'll do. I will send you a uh, reminder, like I always do, the week before and the day of, and uh, hopefully uh, uh, this won't happen again, and I'll make sure it doesn't. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, if it does, uh, you have... My permission to beat me up. I'll come to where you're at, and I'll get in the ring, and then you can have your way with me for like 30 minutes. <laughs> it's pretty far away. I'm so I'm, I, I think Alaska is pretty far away from everything, to be honest. Yeah, it is. That's very true. We're pretty uh, locked out over here. Well, I'll tell you what. I do like that Alaska State Trooper show, though. Why don't we take you to the top of the hour anyway, uh, and then uh, we'll just kind of close out the show with you. Uh, now, the part of Alaska you're in, are you in the part where, uh, uh, in the land of the midnight sun, or are you farther than that? Um, it's all kind of the land of the midnight sun. Pretty much, we're far up enough that uh, the sun sets on the solstice around 11 p.m. in Anchorage, where, where I'm at, and then, you know, it's later, the further up you go. So, now, I'm kind of curious, living in Alaska with it being, it's it's like light, like almost like 24-7, isn't it? 
In the summer, it is. And uh, how, how do you guys uh, how do you guys uh, get through that? Like, uh, uh, by the way, this is Julia Winter, so she's giving us uh, uh, an Alaska tour here because uh, I screwed up and I apologize. Uh, so, with, with well, plus Otto's said, not on with us anymore, Icon. I, Otto, Otto dropped off. I sent you over a message on uh, on Facebook Messenger. Um, I know we have Tombstone waiting patiently for the segment we were supposed to do, um, but we might as well stay with, with her for a little bit. And then uh, Tombstone, if you are you are on hold, you can hear this. Um, I don't know if you want to come on the next time or what it is, but Otto, I sent you over a message. I, I don't know if he's you know, upset, actually upset, or if it's part of the act or what it is, but, um, oh, I, I, I yeah, think, I, I just checked. But anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. So, uh, I'm just kind of curious, you know, with, uh, with it being life that long, what, what do you get, uh, uh, is, uh, is, is Dark Curtains a big seller in Alaska? Um, you kind of get used to it. I, you know, I've grown up here, so, I've never had an issue with it, but pretty much we're all kind of bipolar because of it, because in the wintertime, it's dark all the time, and so everybody's pretty sedentary, and they just want to sleep, and you're tired all the time, and then in the summertime, it's the opposite. Everybody's out and about until 11 or midnight every night just doing stuff. So it's kind of it kind of swings from one end of the speculum to the other spectrum to the other. So uh, with 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 that, uh, you know, like in the winter time, uh, you know, we have uh, as I'm looking outside my window, we have uh, we have about 25 feet of snow on the ground. How about you guys? <laughs> no, it's not quite that much. Um, we got a big snow about a month ago, and that was about a foot in about a day span but it's been pretty steady this winter just uh a little accumulation here and there it's not anything major i guess uh, but, I guess um, more last week it was super cold out and it had been cold for um it was a long cold snap about one or two weeks at like close to negative 20 every day it's negative 10 here right now. What is it there right now currently? Well, it warmed up, so it's about, says it's 21 degrees out right now. So it warmed up quite a bit. Well, you know, I, 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 I do apologize. When we, have, when we have you on for the actual interview, I guarantee you we're going to be talking about your career, not just the weather report, I promise you. But uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I do apologize for the for the uh, mix up, and uh, I hope you will forgive me. And uh, when we have you on uh, in May, uh, everything will uh, be about you and your career, and not about Alaska and the weather. I promise. I do love Alaska, though. I don't mind talking about it. <laughs> All right. Well, we do appreciate uh, you uh, calling in, and like I say, I'll make it up to you. Somehow, I promise. I don't know how, but I will. I promise. All right. Thank you, Julie Winters, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's amazing how this show kind of uh, derailed really quick, didn't it? Well, you know, I, it's kind of funny how, you know, the um, 
the wrestlers from Arkansas, uh, you know, kind of kind of jumped on. I mean, it was Otto that that uh, first put out the challenge. Um, then they responded, and then I think, you know, I I, I really don't know what happened um, or what was said. Um, I mean, I think tensions boil over. I think uh, a lot of these wrestlers get their adrenaline and sometimes uh, can't turn their personas off per se. Uh, when they get into their persona, um, they don't. They don't sometimes have an off switch. Which, you know, I get if it's something that you do for a living or whatever, and you become that character. Uh, it, it it makes sense. But um, again, not sure if Otto is actually mad or not. Um, I know he dropped off and, uh, you know, sent a, sent a message to me um, on Facebook Messenger. I I so I, um, I yeah, I'm not that. exactly sure. I'm not exactly well, sure I what know, the deal is with I that. I know the but. wrestlers, the wrestlers that I know that I've dealt with over the years, Big Swing. You know, it's kind of funny you mentioned that light switch, and I have one perfect example his name is John Cross and he is from Oklahoma and I've known John for years and he has said this to me and my family many a times he said you know he said you're kind of like it's kind of like a light switch for me you know when I get in that ring that light switch goes on and you know he turns into his character John Cross but then when he's done, that light switch goes off and he's back to John Bloodworth again. So, you know, it's kind of funny you mention that because I've seen wrestlers where sometimes they will get upset kind of like Otto did, you know, and sometimes it it's all a part of their character and sometimes they get upset. I mean, it's kind of like, my good friend Sam Stackhouse, he won the championship belt from Double D at WSC um, Saturday. And his best friend, Drake Gallows, came out, congratulated him, gave him a hug, raised his arm up in the air, and then all of a sudden turned on Sam and hit his Sam's wife, Chelsea, which has been a guest on our show. Chelsea Stackhouse hit Chelsea with a chair. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what's hmm. going on with the, that because I haven't been – I've missed the last couple WFC shows, and the way my schedule's going to be here in the next few months, I'm not even sure when Granny's going to make it back to WFC. But, you know, it, it is – Well, there, there is. is a difference when happens. you're in the ring. Well, there is oh, a difference yeah. when you're in the ring and you and you turn, you know, you turn that persona on in the mm-hmm. ring, or when you're in the wrestling, um, you know, uh, wrestling stratosphere, and and then and yeah. then when you're on like a media show or radio show, um, you know, there is there is a, a difference. There, there's a there, there's a mm-hmm. difference with 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 turning it on and off, and if you want to be a persona, if you want to be a person, and like I said, I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to really upset anybody because, you know, for those who know, you know, my show during the day, yes, it is a sports talk, not a wrestling talk, but it is a little edgy. Uh, we do we do tend to, to rib customers or customers, callers rather, um, you know, quite a bit uh, sometimes if they have differentiating opinions. But in, in this case, I, I don't I, – I can't get – I can't get a read on auto. I, I really don't know. Um you know how he is anyway 
I, I can never tell if his intensity is an act, um, but I do know that there's one thing that I don't like, and that's if you can dish it and not take it. If, if you can dish it, great. True. If you can take it, even better. Um, if if you can True. do both, that's the perfect combination. And, you know, sometimes things are said um, in the heat of battle that uh, don't aren't necessarily meant. And, um, you know, I, again, I do apologize if any – Feelings were hurt. I, I thought this was actually, honestly, despite the little back and forth, was actually one of the tamer uh, shows we've had when it comes to wrestler and wrestler interaction. So uh, I'm not I'm not sure exactly, you know, what what triggered, you know, uh, what what triggered well, the, the that feeling. And, but. and I I want to apologize because I'm not trying to steal anybody's spotlight. I'm just me, you know, and. I mean, and if Otto's a little offended by Granny's persona, you know, when it comes to wrestling shows, I mean, you know, it's kind of like you ask, you know, you ask Antonio, you know, about Granny, you know, if she really is popular in Arkansas as she says she is. I'm just me, guys. I I I, yeah, well, it's not, I, I don't necessarily think Eddie. it had anything to do with you stealing a show or a spotlight. I think it had more to do with the fact that, um, you know, I, I think it was more to the fact of, you know, his his training and kind of jumping on Gangrel and everything like that um, about, you know, about who trained him and how, you know, we, we were making jokes about who trained him. I, I'm assuming that's what yeah. it was. I, again, I, I, I don't – I really don't know, and I really don't know if it's part of the act, but I do know that Tombstone was on hold for quite a while. We were supposed to have the last couple minutes be – uh, that segment that he talked to us about before the air. So, you know, I, I don't well, know. Things happen. Thing. That, that That's a lot of radio. Here's, here's, the so. here's the thing. We've had we've had co-hosts come and go on this show. And, uh, you know, the thing is, if if he is done, if he whatever it is, whether it's a shoot or whatever, I, I don't care. Uh, we will go on. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, though, when uh, Julie called in, you should have been there to tell me that she was ready. Yeah, I, I got cut oh, off okay. though. I was trying to tell you, but I yeah. my my thing went like I heard a I heard a do new new sound and it kicked me off, and then I had to go find my cell phone and call in from that. For whatever reason, it 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 uh, it bumped me off the air. So um, that was that was just a technological glitch that I had to run down the hallway and grab my cell phone quick and call in. So, um, but either way, but no, we I will mean, figure it out. If, if, if he's gone, he's gone. But next week, uh, join us, uh, for, uh, for a few, uh, great, uh, well, not a few. We have a lot of great guests. Of course we have, uh, JJ Dillon. Uh, we have, uh, of course, uh, Joyce, uh, Grable. And we're also going to have our favorite actress uh, from the movie, Liar Liar. She is going to be on with us as well. So uh, everybody come check it out. Don't be shy. Uh, we don't discriminate at all. Uh, we're open to no, everybody. Not at all. Uh, not at all. So, and it is my birthday, so uh, everybody call in wish me a happy birthday because uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, Christina Allen, of course, from Liar Liar. She's going to be here. And uh, the founder of the Four Horsemen, J.J. Dillon. Uh, and uh, if you want to call in, 
and ask JJ a few questions, uh, I think we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll allow that as well. So, uh, uh, and we know, will have a special. Speaking of stealing the show, speaking of stealing the show, we will uh, we will have a special outro uh, this evening from our normal outro. This one's for Granny Hulkster. We will see you guys next week. Love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.